Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Last night was awesome. I went to a parish that happened to be the very first parish that ever had me speak. Holy Cross in Batavia, Illinois. Big props to Father Parker. (laughs) So it was a real opportunity to reflect where I was on my journey two years ago. And I have to say, man, I was like a baby. I was definitely at the point where St. Paul was saying, honey, you are not ready for some solid food. You're still drinking milk. (laughs) I have to laugh at how I was out in the world speaking about my faith, yet still very attached to the world. And my prayer life for crying out loud was nothing like what it is now. So maybe if you're on the faith journey, you can look back a year, two years, a month even, and really look at your journey. Are you going forward? Are you continuously trying to learn how to pray, how to learn how to surrender yourself and be humble, how to give yourself to God and do his will in every moment to thank him, to praise him? It's, it's like it never goes away. You constantly have to strive to go forward because if you stand still, you're actually going backwards. So check that out in your own life. That's that's one thing I want you to look at today. Just reflect on where you've been, uh, no matter how far back you go. Maybe you've only been on the journey for a month, but you've come a real far way in learning the teachings of the church, for example, or even just who God is. And if you're not on a really big faith journey or you're just kind of sniffing it around, Keep asking God to show you, show me the truth, lead me to the truth. And that comes in very interesting ways, which is my second point. So here I am speaking to a room full of, for sure, religious education parents, parents that are waiting for their children to get out of their CCD class, who stayed to listen to me talk during that time. But Father Parker said, you know what, I'm opening it up to the whole parish. And there were, you know, probably, I don't know, 150 people in the, in the church. And so one thing that I always try to do is look at the faces and try and see, are people engaged? Am I losing some people? Like, are people rolling their eyes at me or what is really happening here? And sometimes I'm wrong. So there was a man last night, and I'm telling you, I'm scoping out the the view and the view, the audience's face, which is, I guess, my view being on, on in the front of the church. And I, I know that there were 
souls that I touched. I was crying. They were crying. I mean, there were three moments of crying when I was sharing um, my 26-year confession being away and how beautiful it was. I also shared about my father and forgiveness and how difficult it was for me to forgive myself and then forgive others. So I connected with people and afterwards you can tell because they come up to you and they talk to you and they say, thank you for being so real. Well, there was this gentleman who was sitting in the front row and I thought I'm losing this guy. You know, he's not paying any attention to me. I actually thought I saw a couple eye rolls, but I'm not sure. So I was so surprised at the end when we're running out of time. I am sure most of the parents are like, listen, I've got to get my kid and get out of here before the snow starts because it did start snowing. And bing, bang, boom, this guy says, I have one more question. He hadn't answer, asked one yet, but it was the last one. It was kind of like that going once, going twice, three times, we're done. So he slid in at the very end and said the most beautiful comment Thank you so much for your courage to get up here and share your life with everyone. And I, my heart melted. And then he asked me, so I'm really curious, what is it that you're looking to do to improve on in your life? Kind of like that. And that was a moment for me to really kind of slap my own self upside the head and say, okay, wait a minute. Here I was possibly misjudging this guy, perhaps thinking, okay, he's one of the ones that aren't believing I'm talking to nobody here. And yet he makes that comment, asks a beautiful question. And I respond to him by saying, I want to keep my morning for God. I want to get up every morning, no matter how tired I am and spend that quiet time with him. And I shared that day yesterday, I hit the snooze for an extra 30 minutes. And I didn't have that time with God because then my stepson got up and everything, the day started and I felt off kilter, off balance. And then I went on to say, and I'm really looking to ensure that I practice the virtue of, you know, kind of temperance, right? I want that fruit of self-control when it comes to my drinking. And I'm not saying that I'm a drunk, but I am saying that I know I'm having one or two more glasses than I should. And I want to enjoy what God has given us, but I don't want to overindulge, right? I don't want this gluttonous behavior. As you know, I'm also trying to work on my eating and my exercising, but I just kind of went there with the drinking. And guess what? I mean, this morning, <laughs> I wanted to snooze. It was five o'clock. I didn't get to bed till after midnight. So I knew I wasn't going to have a lot of hours of sleep. And all I wanted to do was touch that snooze button and push it. Like I'm just too tired. And guess what? Tim came into my head, was really like in my heart. I said, I just said last night, I wanted to work on this and I want this to be a sacrifice. I'm going to give to God, God, I'm tired, but I'm getting up so I can be with you. I'm offering it to you, uniting it on the cross, go save some souls. So that's what I did. And, I, and then this morning, after I'm done praying, I go on Facebook and he is out there. He sends me an instant message and says, I saw your stuff. I like some of the videos and the messages that you send um, and your, you know, things that you're sharing with everyone. Would you mind if I friended you? I don't know if you have friends beyond people who you know. 
Now, just think about this for a moment. This is what I want you to open your heart today and every day to everyone around you. That stranger, that person that doesn't look like you, the one that you would instantly judge because of what they're wearing, because of their beliefs, because of their political views, you know, uh, or because of what other people have said. You just have this, you, you compartmentalize them and put them in a box and you judge them in that one or two minutes and you don't open your heart to them being a child of God and them perhaps being the vessel that God is going to speak to you through. <laughs> I used Tim as an example because it happened to me last night. I judged that he wasn't connecting with me at all. He was like rolling his eyes saying, can this chick shut up so I can get out of here? <laughs> That's what I thought. And sure enough, he comes with an amazing comment and kind of asks me a deep question about my journey. And then has an impact on me in the morning. I'm sitting there saying, no, I'm getting up because I just told Tim that that's what I'm working on. And that was God, you know, asking through Tim, what are you going to work on? And tell it to everybody so that maybe I'm speaking to them with God through me. It's amazing. So people are really a lot of the vessels that I think we sometimes shut God out, especially in the poorest of the poor, you know, the, I've never really been that person to like ignore the people. I feel bad for them. Like I know some people who are just hateful toward homeless people and are like, come on, I'm not giving you a dime. You're just going to go buy alcohol or drugs or whatever. But I've always had a soft heart. Now, did I always go up and give them money? No. Did I always go up and talk to them? No. Did I give them the, you know, dignity and respect of introducing myself or seeing how I can help them? Give them a rosary, give them a prayer card? No. Uh, but if I did, like, I, I don't go downtown very much anymore. And there's, you know, not as many people just hanging out in the burbs where I'm at. But I think I would have a definite different view of people. I ha I'm, I'm, I've, I've had this compassionate view toward people, but I need to work on it every day because we are human judgers. I mean, that's, that's what we do. That's why it's difficult to forgive. That's why it's difficult to, you know, uh, open your heart to people because of that hurt and that pain that we've had experienced before, but also just you're not like me. How do I, I don't want to know what you know. I don't want to hear what you hear. And it's amazing when you do open that heart. So do that today. That's kind of the focus. Actually do that every day, but I wanted to share specifically so that you can keep your eyes out, listen to God through other people. And if not that, be God to other people, love people and be kind and generous and smile. Go be the light today. Put on Jesus. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> and have a blessed and inspired day.